fish be on the base and fish be i hope you're you know mentally physically emotionally prepared we have no choice but to get through this podcast i got a sneaky suspicion we will it's a pretty uh, low-key operation bonjour amigos welcome back to the fishbowl sincerely hope you're uh, doing absolutely uh, fantastic in a moment some random musings light insight perhaps a bold extrapolation some stuff you definitely haven't heard on tv about the uh, january 6th committee in no particular order uh, but first, I have something much more important than the potential overthrow of the American government. Way more important than that. So I'm at the uh, community pharmacy, you know, for the impoverished. And, and uh, fortunately, I have to be there a lot. I, I take a lot of uh, uh, prescriptions, unfortunately, for a variety of maladies to the point that sometimes when I look at all my medicine, I hear like the voice of the ghost of a 1980s like AIDS patient be like, what the fuck? Like, remember when they used to show that on TV and they would have like giant Tupperwares of, anyway. So I'm at the pharmacy a lot, right? That's the, uh, that's the moral of that unfortunate analogy. My apologies to the world. <clears throat> but so I'm at the pharmacy a lot. And, uh, and when you step up to the pharmacy, they identify you uh, by birth date, uh, not your name. And so I, I step up there, and I'm about to give my birth date. And he, the guy looks at me, he's like, I, is, it, is, it, is it Gary? And of course, no, it's not Gary. But, but in that moment, I mean, you have no idea. This is kind of a shout out for those of you that have been uh, with the fishbowl for a long time. But can you imagine the parallel universe of success we would be living in if my name was Gary Van Dyne? Talk about a rocket ship to the moon that Gary's fishbowl would have been. Probably have 17 children it would rain Skittles, you know? I'd be like a successful Chihuahua breeder, globe trotting, you know? I probably would have had cocktails with Anthony Bourdain like multiple times. That's the kind of life Gary Van Dyne would have had. I mean, instead of the 17th best podcast in the world, I, Gary could craft, excuse me, Bob can't talk, you know? Gary would never make that kind of uh, faux pas. Gary would be smooth and debonair and charming and charismatic and the kind of person that walks into the room and instantly commands presence. Just something about him. You can't quite put your finger on Gary Van Dyne, but Gary, you know, he just, he just, he just has that thing. He just has that thing. People like to be around him, you know? Always something funny or, or kind or, or generous or sweet or biting, you know. But always something interesting to say. Gary. But alas, I had to tell the pharmacist who apparently, there's like thousands of patients there, right? But I must be in once, twice a week to pick up something. Like, is it Gary? I'm like, you have no fucking idea, sir. You have no fucking idea how bad I wish it was Gary. (laughs) 
Random musings about the uh, J6C. Is that, a, is that the hashtag? Is that, is that what people call it? Is it, is it the J6C? <laughs> That's what I call it. Uh, in no particular order, but uh, first, what is just so heartbreaking and just soul-crushingly, devastatingly sad to me is just how tribal... I mean, and it's predictable. It's predictable. And, and that's the saddest part, is how predictable that people just migrate into their own camps on this thing. Like, there is so much whataboutism from the Fox News, etc. crowd. We'll, we'll just call them for, for the sake of this. Or, or I've heard it time and time again that what happened at the Capitol was just one of 575 riots uh, that happened. The other 574 were, were Black Lives Matter or BLM Antifa, as they, as they brand them. What happened at the Capitol? Just one of 575 riots. And of course that's ridiculous. And of course, whenever a protest turns into a riot, that's awful. But I question the validity of that number. I think they're counting to get to a number that high. I think any protest where any kind of documented property damage happened, like say someone put a sticker on a street sign and there's clearly a sign that says no stickers on the signs. You know? Maybe not quite that low of a bar, but I got a sneaky suspicion, a pretty fucking low bar to get to that big a number. But with the exception of, you know, just a few Republicans and the ones I like especially, other than Liz Cheney, are the... uh, the kind of Republicans that that really don't exist anymore, like, like the common sense, like Northeast Republicans. Right now, you've got a, a Governor Sununu in, is it New Hampshire? Forgive me if that's wrong, New Hampshire. I love you, New Hampshire. Forgive me if that's wrong, but I think that's right. But if you do your research on him, he's like, you know, he's down to earth. He's on the uh, same page as uh, Mr. Television himself. Larry Hogan, the governor of, uh, of Maryland. So. But everybody else is just, it's such bullshit, you know. It brings me back to the quote about politics that we often go back to that comes from forever ago, and now it's just a, a maxim and a true to me. Uh, the definition of politics is humans substitute words for reality and then like to argue about the words. But the thing I always try to analyze things with is the shoe on the other foot test. You know, if a Democrat had done this, how would, you know, the Republicans, what would Sean Hannity and Tucker and the lowly rated Laura Inger, like, what would they be, you know, what would they be saying, you know, if a Democrat did this? 
Because this is worse than Watergate. Losing an election and trying, not trying, after exhausting every other potentially corrupt opportunity, sends a violent, intentionally sends a violent mob to the Capitol to try to remain in office on a constitutional, constitutional kind of strange kind of technicality of the transfer of power. Right? Like they looked at like the whole fence. They're like, here's potentially a weak board. If we attack, forget the legality of it, you know? Because as long as we're in charge, we're in charge. And the people are who are in charge determine what's legal and what's not. What we got to do is get to that board. And that board was Mike Pence and the violent mob. I mean, for fuck's sake, these people could have killed a vice president. Could have fucking killed a vice president of the United States. Just one of, you know, 575 riots. The old shoe on the other foot test. I mean, remember what the Republicans did over Benghazi, which was a tragedy and and was awful. It was awful, Benghazi. But nothing compared to this. They tried to burn Hillary Clinton and the entire State Department down. Because, because this happened while she was Secretary of State at an embassy. It was wall-to-wall coverage. Trying to burn the whole thing down. But this is, eh, eh, whatever. Kellyanne Conway's estranged husband, I think, uh, summed up Trump's behavior. On, on the day of January 6th, uh, while he was watching on TV, uh, uh, the best. There's a reason he's one of the uh, top lawyers in the country as uh, dereliction, depravity, and derangement. Yeah. And he's got a decent chance of being president again. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I have enjoyed the presentation of it, though. And I understand it, it, is, it, is a, it is a prosecutor's presentation or a presentation of facts rather than a hearing that's a you know, more produ- traditional congressional uh, meeting. See, see, Gary would have this smoother. Uh, a more traditional where it's, it, it's, in, it's a series of inquiry. This is... This is a facts presentation. There's witnesses, but it, it, everybody knows what's going on. It's a facts presentation. But I found it wildly horrifying, but also wildly captivating, like just as a, as a TV thing. I don't know if there's an Emmy for this, I, but it, if there is, and I was an Emmy voter, Gary Van Dyne would be. Gary, Gary would have a vote. I guarantee it. Not Bob. Not, nope. Only Gary. But I love the thought of Trump obsessively watching this thing in Mar-a-Lago 
and throwing more than plates and ketchup at the wall because he knows it's great fucking TV. It's great fucking TV. And they can't talk about this on TV and they, they can't really talk about it anywhere. But here's a little thing about media. You know, you know what? It's not required uh, for good TV, not required for great TV. But you know, you, you know what doesn't hurt? Beautiful people. You know what's kind of extra great? Beautiful women, which is, you know, I'm not very good at, uh, at judging guys. I'm not sure Trump is either. I don't know. His, his pal Jeffrey was, uh, they had a lot of fun in Palm Beach. But just the fact that the, the committee hearings opened with, what was the police officer's name? Was it, was it Carolyn or Caroline Edwards? But it just so happened, they, the first cop that was injured was like the most beautiful female police officer I've ever seen. Now we're making some TV. Now we're making TV. The star witness, the, like, like the big kabang of all, Cassidy Hutchinson. Maybe she reminds me of a girl I had a crush on in high school a million years ago. But whatever, I, you know. Very nice looking. I mean, she's a young lady, but very attractive young lady. And I mean that in a, the most complimentary, like non-cringeworthy way of saying that. And then Sarah Matthews, too. At the last one, I mean, Pat Cipollone, I'm sure, appears to be handsome. I'll give him that. But Sarah Matthews is a, is a well-constructed human being. Which just had to... I, I wouldn't even usually bring that up, but just the fact that that has to be just, you know, like a diamond cutter in Trump's allegedly Adderall spleen, right? Like, just that, just that that's grind, like, even more... I really enjoy that. <laughs> I really do. And of course, the trolling of Josh Hawley. Diamond hands forever meme, Josh Hawley. The, the running and the fist. It, what a. He's right there with Rudy Giuliani for the bitch of the year after uh, calling the cops on that uh, guy for tell, at the pharmacy for telling me he's doing a great job. His name wasn't Gary either. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I didn't realize I was uh, so close to out of time. We'll be back tomorrow, Monday through Thursday, 15 minutes or less. Me love you long time. Say adios, Fishby.